Today I want to talk about leadership. In some ways it would be easy to conclude, well Chris, you're not really uh, a leader of a business, are you? I mean you, of course, have been doing ministry for a while and you have a family, but what does that mean in terms of leadership? Well, I could easily argue that being a leader in the home is an imperative role for anyone. Um, Even kids have roles and responsibilities as leaders within a home. But when it comes to ministry, leadership is very important. It might even be more important than one would originally think. And within this category of leadership, I want to focus on one point, which is vulnerability. Vulnerability is oftentimes perceived by many to be a potential weakness. Uh, In fact, there's a lot of stereotypes about leaders. Leaders have to be uh, confident, uh, show no fear, uh, stoic, you know, not allowing emotion to play any role in influencing decisions and uh, steady, especially during, you know, conflict and strife. And yeah, you want to have a leader that's certainly steady and isn't ruled by emotions. But when it comes to leadership, here's the thing. People can spot a phony. People spot a phony from a, a mile away. And, and why is that? Because they're on to you. I mean, you can have an online presence that says that you've got everything together and that everything's fine and dandy, but... But the reality of your life is often different, and it does show up in the things that you say and do. And there's that disconnect. It's not authentic. There's not something real ultimately behind the front. People can spot a phony, and so what happens a lot of times is that that overconfidence of the supposed leader just does not ring true for a lot of people anymore because because you know now. Uh, we're in an age of like ultimate disclosure with social media. There's there's very little that you can hide. You have to be super strategic to to keep things secret in this day of uh, you know kind of voyeurs and cell phone guerrilla warfare, if you will. People spot a phony and they don't want to be around a phony because because the ultimate truth is most people want to see a leader and emulate that leader to be like that leader. And if you're following someone who's not really who's, who they say they are, that, that reeks of hypocrisy. When people spot that phony, uh, you know, you can have all the bravado in the world, but it's, it's not going to bring a following. It's not going to bring, you know, to fruition the victory that you supposedly want to offer to those who follow you. But if you're vulnerable, like that's the secret, I think. That's the missing link in a lot of leaders today. We're under the delusion uh, that if we can offer an illusion of confidence to others, then we've done our job as leaders, but that's not it. A confident leader, yes, you need to have a confident leader, not ruled by emotions, absolutely, but you need a leader that's vulnerable. Why? Because vulnerability, it it bespeaks authenticity. Vulnerability, it's it's literally an opening uh, for others to see who you who you really are. Maybe even your thought process. Maybe even the struggles that you have. But what is different about a leader and and just maybe the average Joe and Jane is that the leader, in his vulnerability or her vulnerability, invites people to see that potential perceived weakness, but yet the tenacity to keep going, the tenacity to to face that obstacle, that mountain head on, that's the motivation.
for for a great uh, leader. I mean, every great leader wants to motivate. Every great leader wants to, in a way, be a coach, a motivator, someone who can, can you know, rally the troops, if you will, to go into a battle, even a battle that could be, you know, ultimately fatal. But, um, but for, before that vulnerability, uh, to be this incredible motivation, there has to be authenticity. And so when the leader acknowledges, you know what, this is a huge adversary. This is a great foe. This is going to be a difficult day, but, uh, you know, I, I'm scared, I'm nervous, but I'm going after this anyways. And that, that can be such a motivation for others. That can be such a motivation for others. I want you to think about that a little bit for your life. What is the, what is the role that God has given you as leader in your family, in your ministry, in your, in your community? When I think about me and specifically within the role of being a minister, I think it's extra important. I mean, I would almost say this is one of the most important things that any ministerial leader would do is is that vulnerability is key. In this day and age where like this kind of false persona, this idealized version of who we are, this this kind of fake um, way of living seems to be in the forefront of everybody's minds. Reality TV, we all know it's not reality, you know. Um, interviews, we're not even 100% sure if what we're seeing is, you know, the full context and story. It's been manipulated. Whether it's a news agency or, a, you know, a particular person, they're coming at things with their own perspective and their kind of worldview, and it's tainting a lot of times what would have been in the past objective um, reporting. Uh, there's been a lot of discussion about that. When it comes to ministry, boy, if there was ever a place for a vulnerable, authentic leadership, it, it has to be in ministry. Because what we're talking about is not making a buck, and what we're talking about is not necessarily perceived even by the world to be successful. We're talking about e- eternal ramifications. And so when I think about this topic, for me especially, I've chosen for years and years and years now to be radically vulnerable, to be as authentically myself as I can. That doesn't mean that I disclose every struggle, every weakness, every fear, every worry. That would be ridiculous. To be honest, I don't, I don't think anybody could handle that kind of neurosis. But the truth I am far more open and vulnerable about my brokenness, my weakness, my struggles. Um, and oddly enough, that seems to be what resonates with people. Uh, it, am I a leader? Absolutely, I'm a leader. And uh, I need to be an even greater leader. And to be a greater leader, I need to be willing to even be more vulnerable and more authentically myself. Because, see, I think that's what happens is that when you risk it and you decide to be vulnerable in leadership, what happens is two things. One, People will judge you. There's not even a doubt about that. People will judge you, especially kind of this day of online trolls that kind of just go after and pick fights and nobody's really listening to, to understand. They're just they're just looking for a platform to, you know, bully. You're going to get judged. That's going to happen. But the motivation to still be vulnerable amidst all of the judging is the second point. When you risk that and you decide to be vulnerable, to be authentically yourself, what happens is that you free other people up to finally be themselves. You free other people up to be authentically themselves. That's huge. 
And so the truth, at least for me, and I've seen this to be very true, is that the motivation to be vulnerable and to be authentic as a leader is the fruit of seeing someone else finally, for the first time, maybe let down that false self to let go of this bizarre, weird, idealized version of what they're supposed to look like. Because see, real life is pretty messy. And when you know and you see that even your leaders struggle in that mess, but they keep going, that's huge in terms of motivation. When you're a minister, the thing is, is that people spot a phony in ministry, maybe even more than in any other field. Because this, in in, in our gut, we know this, this field of of living the faith, it has certainly absolutely temporal ramifications, but it's that eternal ramification that makes it so important. If you're a leader, and and I would argue that most everyone listening to this is called into a leadership role. In fact, I would say that every single person in some form and fashion is called to be a leader. That means that you need to be willing to be vulnerable and you need to be willing to be authentically yourself more and more and more. See, I think that there's a, a weird misnomer that when it comes to ministry, that people people want you know the squeaky clean, p- perfect picture. That's what they're looking for. Like, uh, there's this bizarre idea that people have, I believe, that says that well, if you're rough around the edges, if you acknowledge that you struggle, that you're afraid, that you fail, then you're not a saint. But every single saint struggled, failed. Um, every single saint. Um, had a difficult mountain before them, an obstacle. But every single saint allowed Christ to be big in their life. Every single saint allowed Christ to powerfully be present, especially in their brokenness, in their worry, in their anxiety, in their hurt. And that, Christ with them, is what enabled them to say, let's keep going. Um, Maybe the difference between ministerial leadership and maybe just basic entrepreneurship is is that a lot of times in the business world, it's, you know, it is a definitely pull yourself up by your bootstraps and go after it and be tenacious. Um, a lot of good things with those virtues, absolutely. But when it comes to ministry, especially, there is a, a clinging and a dependency upon God, which is really irrational when it comes to the world's view. But for us, right, within the ministry world, um, it's it's not pie in the sky idealization. It's it's a confidence and a belief that yeah, I'm I'm putting everything I got into who God is. I trust Him, and He's going to get me through this. And so it's not some blind faith. I'm not leaping off, trusting that maybe some sort of hypothetical divine being up there may or may not be interested in catching me if I fall. You know, I I trust that He does care. And so why not be radically vulnerable to the one who cares for me? And why not trust in him and move forward? So for you, my encouragement is simple. Take and go after this uh, with everything you got. You really have everything to gain when it comes to that vulnerable leadership. And so if anything, you could look at Jesus ultimately as your great example because Jesus he he didn't come pretending to be anybody except who he was, right? And he revealed the Father, and he allowed his humanity to be so seen and felt, and, um, and we love that. Uh, Jesus wept. You know, he ate. Uh, he celebrated. Um, he bled. He died. He rose. 
in a lot of ways for us, that vulnerability, maybe falling three times on the road to, to Golgotha, the, the, the bloodshed that we've experienced even in our own you know, trip to the, to the cross, carrying the cross. It doesn't seem like those are the things that we'd want to share with others, but that vulnerability and that willingness to share our journey on the Via Dolorosa is is important. Why? Because the greatest of all leaders was vulnerable and shared that part of his his journey with us. And so, part of your journey is is has to be this willingness to share. Uh, even the broken and difficult parts of your life. So be encouraged, my brothers and sisters. I love you. I'm cheering you on. And um, in as much as I can be vulnerable and authentically myself, I think um, is what will help me to be the leader I am called to be. And so are you. God bless.